Hello, listeners of Call Me By Your Game. This is your host, Connor McCabe, here to do a little uh, introduction for the episode you're about to hear. Uh, you're going to get an episode uh, for free all the way from our Patreon over at Super NPC Radio. And what you're about to hear is an episode all about uh, the music from the Pokemon series, doing a composer spotlight of Junichi Masuda, who is the composer of the Pokemon series, um, at least almost just about every single game. Anyway, hope you enjoy it. It's with our uh, me and Jeremy Schmidt host this podcast. It's with our good friend Matt Apodaca this week. He is our guest. And yeah, if you like what you hear, check us out uh, on patreon.com slash super NPC radio. You're going to find a lot more uh, fun bonus content like this. This particular show comes out for everyone at every tier every single Thursday, so it's like 52 of these a year, plus our Games Club series, a bonus episode every Tuesday. Um, that stuff is all at the $10 DJ Toad tier. But anyway, there's a lot of fun stuff on our Patreon, uh, so if you like this, uh, consider checking uh, uh, out what we have there and uh, supporting us if you feel like it. Regardless, hope you enjoy this episode. You're going to get a lot of great tunes in your little earsies, so uh, enjoy this episode of Super NPCs, and I'll see you for a brand new episode next week. Today on Super NPCs, we're live and in concert. Welcome back to Super NPCs, the show that you get here every gosh darn week at Super NPC Radio at all tiers on the Patreon. I am one of your hosts for this episode, one of the two barely legal bastard boys of gaming, <laughs> letting our hair down again. I'm Connor McCabe here with my co-host, Mr. Jeremy Schmidt. Hello, Connor. Thanks for having me back. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. I, I'm also realizing, you know, I always have to comment on how we don't host as many of these as we used to. That's true. We used to do this every week on the Patreon, just me and Jeremy. Now we have some lackeys helping us out. Thank God. So, so, it was y- terrible. <laughs> every week. I felt like I was in the Twilight Zone, Connor. You know, spending that much time with me will do that to you, so I understand. <laughs> um, but uh, I always have to comment on these, and I, the comment I have today is that we used to always call ourselves the Barely Legal Bastard Boys, and then we would forget. And now, like, I barely remember because we record two to three weeks out of the month instead of mm-hmm. four to five. That's right, yeah. I like the Barely Legal Boys of gaming. It's stuck, and I am couldn't be happier. Wow, what a <laughs> moniker. Um, I am really excited today. We are doing yet another composer spotlight on one of the great video game composers. Uh, today we will be talking about Junichi Masuda, the composer of uh, of the majority of the Pokemon series. Uh, we'll get into that uh, a little bit more, but hey, folks, um, what's that? Who's that Pokemon? We've got a guest today. It's Matt Apodaca. Hello. There was also there was a Pokemon next to you, which I was like, "Who's that Pokemon?" I didn't I didn't think you were a Pokemon. Oh, oh, okay. There actually are some over there on my on my on my shelf. There, I got my little toys. 
Oh, oh from, from the Oh, your po- Nintendo from the Pokemon New York. Nintendo store, yeah. I got a Groudon over there, an Empoleon, oh. and a Sobble, a little plush. Ooh. And that's it. That, that goes down nice. That's like that's that. me now. Th- yeah. That is just some fire stuff. Uh, yeah. Matt, uh, th- this episode, I guess for everybody, you know, normally Super NPCs, this is a weekly show that we host uh, behind the paywall at old patreon.com slash super NPC radio. Where you can say uh, whatever you want. We can oh, say whatever we want. do. And we Unfiltered can do whatever Unfiltered behind the paywall. Yeah. Ugh. We let our hair down and we say all kinds of nasty stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I just don't have a filter. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's like what I really love about you is you're just you're always saying like you're saying what you think. And I just huge. go. I just go off and I say what other people are thinking too. They're just too afraid to say it. <laughs> you are the brave, <laughs> right. uh, the pinnacle of bravery of our time. I'm sort of you know I have this duty as a. Um, <laughs> I guess what you would call it as a modern day philosopher to hold up a mirror to society and yeah. just show how everybody's just disgusting. Right. As a comedian, you're sort of in charge of walking us through those mental haunted houses. Yeah. I and heard. don't get too yeah. scared. It's okay. We're oh, all in here too. Is that a is that a haunter in this is a mental haunted house? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I meant a mental lavender town. Yeah. That's what yeah. we have to do. There we go. There we go. Um, I love it, but yeah, this these things normally uh, there. It's a weekly show we do here on our Patreon. This one is uh, released out to the wild. It's a wild uh, Pokemon of sorts. Uh, so yeah, if you like uh, this episode, uh, check us out on social media at Super NPC Radio. We have a Discord. We have a whole network of shows here. But yeah, hope you hope you enjoy what we get into. But Matthew, um, you come to us uh, from just down the street from myself. But but really. <laughs> We're actually you, very close, and we could have just been doing this at your house, probably. We always, we always could. Uh, and, I would have been sick. And yet, would I would have zoomed in. I'm in Glendale. <laughs> yeah, yes. I would have further away. Uh, not that far away, but this time of day, good luck getting over here. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. School's true. out? Don't get me started on L.A. traffic. I'll School's be here all out? day. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in the house. <laughs> Uh, but Matthew, what do you want to share with the listener about yourself? You're a comedian. You're a podcast host. But yeah. uh, what do you do? Who are you? Uh, I, you know, I'm one of the hosts and the producer of the podcast Get Played, where we talk about video games. Uh, I'm friend of Connor and Jeremy. Um, true, true. I, 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 I love games and I love Pokemon. I don't know if there's that. that that's it. Hey, that's some pretty good stuff right there. That's uh, all you need. A, yeah. a friendly face. You know, you've been on a bunch of shows here. On this network, you've been on uh, the. You were on the Zelda Games Club. You've been on yes. multiple Call Me by Your Game episodes, both a solo and of several co-ops. You've been on yes. video games, a comedy show with Jeremy. You, you've been all over. That's I, hey, call me oh, reactivators, Johnny Cash. of course. Yeah, I've been everywhere. You've been man. everywhere, man. Um, uh, reactivators, yeah. What else? Uh, I did that twice, I think. Oh, oh, I think. Huge. God. You went into the pro into the improv zone twice. They and they say not to do that. They okay. you know they do. it can be really dangerous to to subject yourself to that much, uh, like improv zone. But again, I'm just like you know I have to be out here telling the truth. I'm the only one brave <laughs> enough to do it. So like I have to get into the improv zone. And if they ask me again to do it again, you know, you might jump in. My doctor would probably say not to do it. <laughs> But I, I gotta get in there. I owe it to the people. 
Yeah, you got to let the truth fly, and you got to do it off the cuff. Yeah, and here's the thing. I do any of the other shows, too, again and again and again, because I just fucking love gabbing with my boys. <laughs> Gosh, I can't really think of anything I love more. Uh, well, anyway, we're going to get into our composer spotlight a bit later, talking about Junichi Masuda of the Pokemon series, but let's talk a little bit about, you know, let's just get into, like, what we've been playing or anything we really want to share. Uh, Matt, I know that you and I... Uh, well, a you we went to uh, we a, a, an old video game swap meet with some friends this last weekend. It was a blast. That was a real blast, and I, I thank you for getting me out of the house. Uh, it was nice. It was a beautiful day, a gorgeous day to be in Burbank, California. Um, and I texted you afterward, several hours afterward, because I at the swap meet I didn't buy anything at the swap meet. I was uh, I was looking at everything. You know, You're like Jesus walking. Uh, is it in the desert where he's tempted for forty days and forty nights? Is I'm that like, sort of like Josh Hartnett in that movie about fucking busting a nut? Yes, you yep, are. Yeah, yep. I always thought that movie was about not busting a nut. I think it is. I don't think he's doing it for forty days straight. I think, I think he's like. Yeah. I think it's the opposite. But yeah. it, you know, if it's if it's about busting a nut or not busting a nut, it's yeah. about busting a nut. You know what I mean? I I, th- I think that movie was also like a very early like, uh-oh, my body's changing. Yes. I can't wait. Seeing for that high trailer school. and being like, can they do that? <laughs> <laughs> Are they allowed? Um, but yeah, uh, I didn't buy anything uh, because I was sort of the Jesus slash Josh Hartnett of the <laughs> as you often are of the <laughs> of the swap meet but i had i was eyeballing i had my eyes on two pieces of hardware for some reason 2ds is calling my name mm. don't need it the doorstop um, baby the e-shop is yeah it's a fucking doorstop the e-shop shut down uh so there's nothing new for me there um <laughs> or <and> old <laughs> or old uh except what i the physical hardware that i have and i'm yes. like i'm gonna play um metal gear solid uh three again in 2D, um, it's not in 2D, but you know what I mean, without the 3D effect. Yes. Um, and then the other thing I had my eyeball on was um, the, Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance Micro, and this mm. was very appealing to me. There I almost one, did it. <laughs> like, you, you definitely picked one up, and I don't know if you said exactly this, but it felt like the energy of, should I do it? I said, I remember saying out loud a few times, it's beautiful. <laughs> they have like beautiful five in a row it. there too. But this is the thing, and this you know, this is like what you're gonna find at a swap meet, and this is why it's a swap meet, right? A lot of them, uh, you know, a little worse for wear, in in good enough condition where they work and are probably worth the price that they're asking for, which was a hundred bones. Uh, but you know, a little scuffed up, a little a little loved, mm. a, a, a little loved. And I was sort of like, well, if I'm gonna do this. I don't. Doesn't need to be brand spanking new, right? I'm not. I'm not fancy, um, but I think for me to drop the hundred bones, it had to not have five scratches on the screen. Yeah, you need to be able to at least see the picture. Yeah, uh, clearly. And then the I was scratch. like, I have an analog pocket. Do I need <laughs> this? I don't really need this. It the form factor is ideal. I could have it on my person at all times. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not really going out with the analog pocket. You know what I mean? Which, uh, Matt, which one was it? Were you looking at, was it like an all black one or was it that 20th anniversary Famicom? That had, they, had, uh, they had quite a few of the Famicoms. That, uh, I saw that one 
primarily. There was like maybe three of those at the entire swap meet. Uh, all worse than the last one I saw. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And, yeah. and it, but they had like an all black one. They had a um, and they had some modded ones that I was like, I'm not gonna spend like 400 bucks on a Game right. Boy Micro that is like that lights up or whatever or has like a translucent um right. shell on it or whatever again um, my analog pockets at home yeah, wondering exactly. why i have I this but this is the problem with swap meets right you never need anything yes, right yes. you don't need it <laughs> yes, but it's yes. nice to have uh so i think and i so i texted connor i've been thinking about these all day I went on eBay. <laughs> I was looking at them. I was like, mm. okay, this is like kind of like what they cost. So it was like, if I want to buy one so bad, I could just get one. Yes. Um, but, you know, I'd rather probably, I guess it's supporting a person selling it either way, right? It's like the same thing. Buying it on eBay is a virtual swap me. I don't know if eBay gets money. I don't know if they do. Um, I don't know either. But we went there, and I loved that, and I would go again if they do it again. I think they're they're skipping the month of May. This is this is at Game Realms in Burbank, but too hot. I I believe in June. Too hot. It's spicy. Zelda's out. What, what are you gonna do? That's what they said. They said Zelda's out. Too hot. Sorry yeah. guys. Come, come back in June. Yeah. It'll be colder in June. Yeah, this is gonna be a little colder in June, and Zelda <laughs> is gonna go away. Yes. Speaking of though, it's May third. Can I just say it's May the third be with you right now, and and it also is with you. Cold outside. It, it is. It's a been overcast. Chilly, you know. Making it sound way colder than it is. It's chilly. You're right, Matt. It's, Matt, it's, it's yeah, it's a little chilly. I'm, are we, Jeremy, where are you from? Well, here, and You're then here. and then I moved to Texas when I was like for a okay, bunch of years. So d- what I was about to say doesn't add up. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say Connor and I are from here. Connor's from the north. Gets a little colder over there. I would say we the north. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does also get colder in Texas as well. But I I guess I was just shocked that it's like it was. I had to put on a sweater to walk my dog i was wearing sweats when i walked to trader joe's today (laughs) right Mm. right uh by the time i got back it was a little too warm uh there was like a pocket (laughs) of today where i was like this was i made an insane choice uh but now it's back to being i was right um but speaking of zelda can it just come out (laughs) oh oh are you guys kind of abreast of all of the drama with the Kotaku preview and all that going on? I saw on? that it leaked. I, I think I was reading that they were speculating, people were speculating that Kotaku, I think Kotaku is banned from covering Nintendo stuff for some reason. And I think the reason is they do stuff like this, um, covering the game uh, as it has leaked um, and covering the leaks. So uh, I, I think it's all very strange, very weird. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't look too much into it, but it seemed. It seemed also like there's a contingency of Zelda fans who are maybe not being super cool. I can't imagine a video game fan <laughs> being. I'm. I'm. Bad. I've gone dark though. I'm just like. I'm like. I'm not gonna look at anything Tears of the Kingdom related. Oh you yeah. Have to, no. You have to come to my house and show me a something. Yeah. For me to even see. I've it. gone dark, Brandon, on it all. Yeah, you've gone dark, Brandon. I've Big gone. Big time. Dark type, yeah. Oh, now we're bringing it back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, by the time when this comes out, that game is one day away. And for some, this evening, when you yeah, are listening, I to ordered this. a physical copy, and same here. I am sort of mad because I do want to play it the night it comes out, and I don't think where I ordered it will be having like a midnight event for it. There's no way. 
I don't. I think I'm in the same boat as you were. Jeremy and I were talking about that before we were recording. I think I'm just going to go to Best Buy at 10 a.m., be there, yeah. pick up my Amiibo and my game, and, and then yeah. play it. I think, Connor, I'll see you there. Hey, see you yeah. there, pal. And, Let me know uh, if you want to ride. Matt, yeah. I'll see you there. Hey, let's go get a breakfast burrito and uh, before... But yeah, let's make this plan now on the air. We'll go get a breakfast oh, yeah. burrito, and then we'll go yeah. to Best Buy. <laughs> Did it, we all? Is it? We're all the same Best Buy, right? We I have think so. To. Yeah, it's, yeah. At water, the best one. Yeah. Well, now, the, yeah. Don't don't. If you're listening to this, don't come. Uh, I'll bleep that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see you. <laughs> it's the morning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was like. I mean, the whole swap meet was my video game highlight of the. Of the week, really. I mean, I've been playing a lot of stuff. Uh, like, I'm really enjoying Jedi Survivor. I don't know, if Matt, if you've dipped into that I'm yet. I'm fucking loving it. Dude. I love it. I love that. I'm playing, you know, as I do, I sort of play a lot of games at once, which is bad. Um, I'm Sheesh. playing that primarily. I dip. Sheesh, indeed. <laughs> um, I'm playing on Nintendo Switch Online, A Link to the Past for the first time, which I know I'm going to drop as soon as... Um, oh, uh, Tears of the Kingdom comes out. Oh, you gotta finish it. I'm gonna it's try. So it's my good. nighttime. It's my nighttime game. Uh, so good. It's really great. I immediately started playing it. I immediately when I started playing it, I immediately was like, "Oh, this fucking rules!" It's so good. I never played it before. Did you uh, start playing it in the wake of your get played Tears of the yes, Kingdom episode? Because yeah, them? we did we did a tiers list of all the console um, Zelda games. And um, it turned out that I like played like three or two. Like I like I haven't played that many of them. <laughs> yeah. I, knew, I was an I was a Nintendo kid growing up. Um, but I I'm loving it. I'm I, I'm I'm interested in getting more involved in the, in, <laughs> in the in, volunteering in the Zelda community. Yeah, yeah, giving yeah, back to I've the community. Got um, a few rupees. I can invest. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I'm playing that. I'm playing Fire Red on my analog pocket. Dude, you're on theme with the. You're basically going yeah. along with the games club, is what I'm thinking. Yes, I got to pick it back up. I'm about to be traveling, so I think I think the analog pocket's going with me. Just form oh, factor wise, I think uh, it'll be the easiest for me. I think. Um, and, but I was thinking a lot of time into. And I don't know if I'm doing a lot of time, but like, I oh I just I was uh, I just told our pal Mikey that I uh, had finished. Um, Resident Evil 4, and I listened to you and Mikey talk about it, Jeremy, on the other show before oh, I had started playing it, and I was so fucking hyped, dude. Ooh. Uh, it, just hearing you guys talk about it, I was like, I'm going to fucking go nuts when I play this game, because the only oh. Resident Evil 4 that I've... Uh, Resident Evil 4 is the only Resident Evil I've played, um, and also now the remake, um, so... That's not a, it's not a bad one to if you're yeah. only going to do one. That's It's pretty great. That remake is unstoppable. Man, what a year cuz it's like I'm I'm pretty sure Tears of the Kingdom is going to be like my favorite game of the year. Mm -hmm. You know, it would have to really whiff it for, yeah. for it not to be. <laughs> yeah. But but like in any other year that would be my game of the year. It's just so it's, good. It's it's like it's it's such a like I don't know, it's 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 definitely part of the conversation, right? Like it's like in like Wherever, whatever else happens this year, it's in like the top three for sure. Like it's like it's yeah. such a banger. Um, but Jedi Survivor, I'm really enjoying, and I liked Fallen Order quite a bit. I think the map is better in this new one. And right? it, 
I think so, and I don't can't even tell you how significantly different it is, but I feel the same way. There's like a little, I feel like the little like because it shows you where you need to go on the map, and it's like this still like sort of three D overhead shot it's like of Metroid the map. Prime. Yeah, it's like a, the met and the Metroid map is awful. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> even though like I love that, I finished that game recently too, and mm-hmm. just an absolute all timer. Um, but going in and out of the two different maps is confusing. Um, but the the map in this new one in Jedi Survivor, I feel like. I can't remember if there's like the little yellow like trail that's like you gotta go this way, dude. I don't like, maybe that's what it I is. I think it's, and like, it's subtle enough or it's it's more highlighted or something where it's like, oh, like it's just clearer. Like it's just all mm-hmm. it's it's they just did something where it's the same design, but it's a little bit more yeah. uh refined. Uh and I'm loving the stances and I love opening a box and finding a beard or some shit. That's so oh. stupid. I love it. Give me that uh give me that buzz cut in a box. I love that. It's so that. dumb. It doesn't yeah. make any sense, but that's like my favorite thing about video games when like it's like, oh, like I don't know, like in, in Resident Evil 4, the make uh, the thing that I'm doing all the time is shooting old ladies in the kneecaps and suplexing them. <laughs> but to be fair, they're infected. They have they La go. They have got to go. <laughs> Fa- Fauci could have been doing that the whole time. <laughs> Fauci couldn't save them no they gotta go uh but like that's that's just like sort of like my gaming diet right now it's just like all Mm. that stuff and i'm just getting ready for tears of the kingdom and uh my girlfriend is going out of town the week after and i was saying to the guys at the swap meet i'm just gonna get gross and like get just like fully in like Mm -hmm. just play that game all day and all night uh while i have you know the TV, <laughs> yeah, that's sick, man. I mean, like, Ugh. I, oh, what, a, what, a, what a blessed week you're gonna have. It's gonna be so nice, but I'm gonna be so sad and uh, want her to come home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We we do love our SOs. Yeah, we yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We're sort of like yeah. quiet wife guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're all quiet wife guys. Yeah, we do. I mean, yeah. And Zelda's not real, unfortunately, yet. But when it does. Why does everyone bye, insist bye, on bye, reminding yeah, so. me that she's not real? It's like uh, every it's week someone's saying this. Act like she is so hard. <laughs> and it's like we have to remind you. I mean, it's just like you don't know that she's not. Uh anyway, See, he's doing uh, that, man. Jeremy, any video game highlights for you this week before we j- dive into our main event? Well, I uh did like I committed to like clearing out some of my backlog to get myself ready for Ooh. Tears of the Kingdom, and I and I actually hit my goal. I I finished Resident Evil Four Remake, Ooh. which I was wanting to do, and I finished Hi Fi Rush on the Xbox, nice. which was another just really sick game. Like, yeah, love that shit. Um, and uh, and I got two weeks, and you know it's as of this recording, it's Wednesday, the week before the game comes out. So I actually started because I'd never played Jedi Fallen Order. I started Jedi yes. Fallen Order <laughs> the day that Jedi Survivors came out, <laughs> and uh, thought maybe you know I looked at how long it takes to beat, said about seventeen hours, and I thought I could probably do that in two weeks. I could probably, if I did an hour a day and maybe a couple hours on the weekends, I could probably hit that goal. So. About three hours into Jedi Fallen Order right now, and uh, really enjoying my time with it. Um, you know, I and, and like have 
have become so much less of a Star Wars person in 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 the recent um in like the last few years, you know, last maybe 5 years or so and uh and but like feel like this game is just so good about reminding me why I love Star Wars so yeah, much. 100%. Like, yeah, like tonally and just sort of like I've always wanted to be a, a cool Jedi in a video game and I feel like other games never quite got there in the way I wanted and this game really I, but I also never played some of the temple games like, you know, the the uh R- MM- RPGs that came oh, out yeah. what those called? Oh, Knights of the Old Republic, yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, Knights of Kotor or whatever. Um so this game is really doing it for me and you know, I thought I was going to really hate the protagonist, and I like him. He's okay. Like, I don't, I don't mind him, and I, and I like the supporting cast, and still not very far into it, but just like, feel like it's got a really great loop that I'm having a lot of fun mm-hmm. with, and enjoy the powers and everything, and, and like, you know, have been seeing cool Jedi Survivor stuff out there that's making me think like later on down the year. I was telling Connor before we recorded, like, by the time I finish. Fallen Order, and then get through the summer of great games with the your Final Fantasies and Zeldas. I feel like by the fall, like maybe Jedi Survivors might even drop in price, and I might just pick it up and, and play through it. Yeah, then, so I think it's it's not it's not going anywhere, and certainly, right? Uh, you know, it could maybe just use a couple patches. Um, yeah, I've heard about the. I mean, we did a whole episode. Yeah, about the glitches. Um, I haven't gotten but- any. It crashed on me one time, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's 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 really great and uh, it has something that I really love in it which is the new addition of stances. And that's, yes. like, that's cool. f- fun to think about like okay like what's my go- what's my cow going to be doing. I'm looking yeah. forward to there's like a um like you can get like the Kylo Ren type lightsaber uh, mm-hmm. But that's more of like a broadsword, like heavy sword, uh, like thing. So it's like that's for like, whew, like really getting in there. And I'm like, I'm really, I really want that one so bad. I can't for, wait to get for it. Bashing. I guess for bashing, bashing. Smashing. Matt. What yeah. have you been like? What stance is like your primary? What are you mostly rocking? Uh, I've been doing the the double blade, right? I I, I like that quite a bit. Um, and I like. I've been also doing the the dual wield where he's got Ooh. one in each hand. Uh Sick. I think that's cool. Uh I like the single just fine, but it's like it's like okay, I've been doing this. Once I got the the dual wield, I was like this is this is awesome. I really like that a lot, but the double blade is is so good to me. I re- I really love it. Um and I like customizing Cal. And I like Cal. I think Cal's an interesting character and the stuff that they're adding. I've been in a real Star Wars mode though recently. So it's just like it's I it's catnip for me right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think we were texting about this, but like yeah. my wife uh on a on my a wife. total whim just decided to get a part time job at Disneyland on the weekends. That, and that rips. And now she works in Star Wars Town, <laughs> which is <laughs> what we call it <laughs> at our house. But she went from like, I don't like Star Wars to she knows everything about Star Wars and is, and is like, it's I, I, off mic. I'll, I will tell you guys so many great stories about Disneyland and Star Wars. Cause it's like, it's so it. fun to get into the, cause they really, you know, the cast, they help the cast get into the world of it in such a cool way. Mm-hmm. So she's like, she's basically doing improv at the park all day yeah. as a person who lives in Star Wars. And it's so much fun. And so, 
we're kind of having our a family re- Star Wars renaissance of like she wants to kind of get into the movies and shows, and now I'm playing Fallen Order and. Feels like Star Wars is kind of back. A little Star bit Wars for is me. back. I mean, I saw Return of the Jedi uh, in on the big screen over the weekend. Yeah. I was at, so at, that was after being at Disneyland. Yes. Yeah. And then <laughs> I, I was playing Jedi Survivor also, and I have the there's a new era of Star Wars that they're really trying to get in people into right now called the the um oh shit what's it called the High Republic. It's like two thousand years before everything that we yes. know. Uh, and I have three of those books that have just been sitting on my shelf. I cracked oh. one of those fuckers open, and it's great. <laughs> so nice. I'm just like I'm do I'm I'm not my bases are covered. I'm ready for it, <laughs> and I think it would be fun. Sean Diston is like this right now, like not just oh, right really? now, but in general, he's very into the High Republic because he's like they're gonna start pushing this as like the movies and like games and shows and stuff. They're gonna be exploring that. He's like, I'll yeah. be all in, ready to go. When it's yeah. when it's new, so I'm like, okay, like I'm I'm ready to dip my toe in and get get psyched for the high yeah. Republic. I uh, you know, I got some catching up to do on the shows because I I I dipped when I felt like they started to like they, when I, I dipped because I it was it was oversaturation. But a couple mm-hmm. have come out that I didn't watch that sound great. Like I, I'm not quite caught up on The Mandalorian, but also Andor I've heard is a great show. Yeah, I okay, I, cool. I I. I have to go back to Andor. I was really hyped on Andor and then just like got too busy to watch it and mm-hmm. like fell off. And I just want to yeah. sit sit down and give it the the time that it deserves because I think it's it is quite good. And Mandalorian is like good. Uh, this season was like whatever, uh, but it's like that's how I felt at the end of the way. It's like it's it, at the end of the day. It's like I was like I, I still liked watching it. Like uh, yeah. I think the only one I mean I liked Obi Wan fine too and. Book of Boba Fett also. They're all just sort of like, when they're really great, they're like amazing and I, I love it. And then when they're like, f- ba- like quote unquote like bad or whatever, I was like, that oh, was still fine. They're still fine. Yeah. Okay. So it's not quite the nightmare like uh, scenario. Like cause people get really, yeah. like people like really like raked Obi-Wan over the coals. And- I thought I- it was fine. I thought it was like totally yeah. just like a, a, an okay show. I've cool. seen the lows we can get to. Right, <laughs> I've seen Attack of the Clones. I've seen right. Rise Misa, of Skywalker. not sure what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I guess I, it was Boba Fett too that people also were like, "No, this is not it." Well, I, I, th- this is a completely different podcast. I will I'll, let me just say this, then we can get off of it. <laughs> um, the thing about Boba Fett that drives me nuts is everybody who says they like Star Wars thinks has this idea of what Boba Fett is yeah. and the movies and the shows have never shown us this idea. Like it, we yeah. sort of all heard that Boba Fett is a fucking badass and stuff. Yeah. And he's like, he's like a, you know, he's a badass bounty hunter. He's so tough. He like is like a, you know, he's a hard ass. Yeah. And he's not in really any of the movies. He fucking gets <laughs> eaten immediately when he is in one of them for long enough. Yeah. He's just talked about you, and you see him as a little kid. Mm-hmm. You don't see him doing anything. So then, when he they come, when he comes out of the Sarlacc pit in the fucking the Boba Fett show or whatever, and then everyone's like, "Oh, now it's his time to be badass and get revenge," and he's like not doing that or whatever. Yeah, he's never done that. We've never seen him do that. <laughs> <laughs> it it makes yeah. me nuts because like you know everybody 
talks about Star Wars uh, like they did it. Um, and I'm doing right. it now. But like it, it's like <laughs> it's so stupid. All of it's stupid. Yeah. It's just no, for fun. Boba Fett's like a weird study in like how to create like mystique around a character. The awesome. Yeah, yeah. The awesome stuff that people remember him doing is what they did with the toys. Yeah. They yeah. think he did that. Yeah. And he didn't do it. I remember he's a pretty cool boss fight in Shadows of the Empire. Oh. want to go back to our N64 days. Uh, but other than that, I mean, yeah, he was always like a... I remember I had a trading card of Boba Fett, and I was always like, oh, it's so sick. Because here's the thing. It's, it, it's char- good character design goes so far. Like, yeah, he I, looks <laughs> awesome. Like, you yeah. think he... You, you, you see him, and you sort of do... Can, can intuit that he's fucked people up. Like you're yeah, sort of like, right. oh, he's like kind of like a tough guy. He doesn't really say yeah. anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then he fucking trips over Chewbacca or whatever, and then falls in the Sarlacc pit, and then he's done. Freaking cooked. Oh, he has well, a jetpack and he fell, bitch ass. <laughs> you hear that, Boba Fett? Don't come around these parts. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Star Wars often on the brain. Uh, but folks. What do you say we get into our main event today? What do we? What do you say? Oh, we got we're we're we're, uh, Ooh, yum, we're brushing yum, our yum. hands, silently rubbing my hands. Is that yeah. what you asked me to do? That's what I was hoping for. We, I, I uh, oh, I, are, are, do you have a way in? Because I was gonna, I wanted to ask a question. Go for at some it, point. pal. I was gonna ask you guys. So, like, uh, you know, Pokemon music. Here's here's my take. It's like this this shit is like brilliant, and we're gonna listen to some of the best tracks of all time. But also, can we all admit that because we've grown up playing the games with so much repetition, some of these tracks, I'm like, drive me nuts. Yeah, like the battle theme music, like some of the towns music, the repetitive nature of it. Like, because this is a game that you will spend a lot of time listening to the same songs over and over again. Yes. So yeah, that was just my that was my op- that was my way in here is like wow, it's some of the best music I've ever heard, and, it's, and also some of the most irritating. And it's funny <laughs> that you say that too because I think like when I was a kid, I certainly didn't appreciate it, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I was like a big like do two things at once like kid. Oh, so yeah. I'd be like watching cartoons and playing Game Boy, but I'd have the Game Boy volume completely down. Yeah, yes. right. I'm like, well, I can't. I want to play this game, but I also, and that's probably why I went through so many batteries too, like, because uh, I'm like sitting there watching Cat Dog or whatever. Um, <laughs> but like, and just like, and, and that'd be a great Pokemon off. right there. Yeah. yeah, honestly, Cat Dog should be a Pokemon. Basically, Dude. Giraffe Rig. He, they give put me him in. All give me Tommy Pickles. I'll take him as a. <laughs> I'm gonna. I I believe this take, and here's and here's. Uh, I have another one that you guys are gonna. Maybe say no to, but I'm going to ask you to just consider it before you say no. Considering. I think they should put a minion in Mario Kart. (laughs) I think they should just do it. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. I've been saying it now for years. I think they should put a minion in Mario Kart. Is he out of place? (laughs) No. Big reveal. Is it Kirby? No. no. <laughs> Is it a me? No. no. I think uh, people would riot if that happened. Put it. Uh, in, they have the relationship with Illumination now. Uh, now's the mm-hmm. time. They put a Mercedes Benz in Mario Kart. They should put. Yeah. They should put a minion in there. If they can put grew. a Nazi mobile in the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They could put in a minion. Yeah. Yeah. Who maybe worked with them. 
Uno. <laughs> they serve only evil, and they don't show oh, that man. part of history. I gotta. I, you gotta imagine there's some YouTube video up there with like, like a uh, a, a thumbnail of a guy who's like, oh. with like <laughs> eight eight minion references in the Mario movie. Oh you know? sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Banana. Um, Donkey Kong. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you watched it, Matt. You saw Mario movie. I saw it opening day. Yep. Yeah. I was the one solo adult uh, with, without children at the at the nice. movie. Nice. Uh, nice. And you know what? I had a I had a blast. It's not great. Um, I was saying to Connor, I think that I think a second movie will just be better because they don't have to spend forty five minutes being like, what all? What is all this shit? Yeah. <laughs> It'll just yeah. be more fun when he knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, think we don't, we we don't stand an origin story. No, as much as as much as they think we do. Everyone <laughs> shits on the Edward Norton Hulk. The best thing it did was just get to him straight to being yeah. the Hulk. He's like, yeah. he's Hulk like minute five. He's just he's <laughs> yeah. it's, it's great. I want lights up Hulk. Yeah, I don't need to see <laughs> him be like, oh shit, I got cut or whatever, and I got the fucking. <laughs> blood in my you know whatever i don't give a shit i want him yeah. smashing baby yeah all right so connor i don't know if that was the way you wanted us to start but oh i, think I was hoping it, you wanted it, me to talk about the hulk right i was that gonna say i hoped our discussion on Junichi masuda would begin with uh, mario movie and the hulk takes <laughs> and and my and my really good minion idea Yes, you're real. Yeah. That and that's how I think about it too. I think it's really good. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, we we've done these composer spotlights over the years. We've got episodes in the bank about Koji Kondo, Yoko Shimomura, Nobuo Uematsu, and then last year we did um, music about like the, like the Donkey Kong series, which is a lot of David Wise and Grant Kirkhope. But today. Yeah. Talking about Masuda, who's been the produ- the composer of the majority of the Pokemon series, uh, I want to a talk about you know just like uh, Jeremy and I have gotten to talk about our history with the series on uh, the Games Club episodes that we're doing uh, currently. But Matt, briefly, can you just give us a little overview of your history with the series? I've been playing poke. I remember. Um- First, learning about Pokemon when I was at baseball practice, when I was like eight years old, I saw some kids with the toys and the cards and being like, what is this? How do you all know what this is already? And is this part of baseball? This is like, I was, hey, is this is this part of this? Baseball's sick. I was like, oh, I didn't know baseball had fucking little monsters. Uh, and I remember <laughs> uh, the kids being like, it's Pokemon, idiot. And I was like, oh, shit. And I was like, I have to get into Pokemon. Immediately started watching the cartoon, mm. got the cards, got, the, uh, got a Game Boy, um and or, you know begged and begged and begged for a Game Boy probably for like a year. I was like, I need to play this game because by the time I started playing it, Yellow was out. So I got Yellow Ooh. first, and then um, uh, went back and got uh Blue and Red, not realizing that um, well like I have brothers too, so like we all shared. But I was like, oh, it's the same. But Pikachu's not walking around, so yeah. like inherently it's like a little worse. Um, but and it's also like not like the anime because like Je- Jesse and James aren't in it. Yes. Uh, but I actually like the base game. I think more because of that because it's it's not tied to anything. Um, though I like watching Pikachu walk around. But I've just ever since then I've been playing them. I played every single one. I skipped. Um, black and white and black and white too because at that point i felt like there was a bit of an oversaturation a little bit yeah um and i at that, it was probably around that point too where i had to start buying my own games and i was like i think i'm done with this yeah <laughs> um, like because i had 
by the time Platinum was out, I was like, I have so many DS Pokemon games already. I was like, I'm good. I, I think I don't need to be doing this. Uh, and I was like a big, I love Ruby. So I've played Ruby like a hundred times. Like I just mm. played it so much. Um, and then I think I jumped back in with the first 3DS one because I was like, well, I need, yeah, same, I need I a 3DS all three one. of us. Yeah. Um, was that Sun? X and Y. Uh, oh, X, X and, and y. y. Yes, I got in back. Yeah. That's where I hopped back in. I was like, well, I got to do this. And then I don't think I ever actually finished Sun. I don't think so. But now the Switch ones that are out, I've played all those and I finished them. Uh, and by finished, I mean, you know, rolled credits. I didn't complete the Pokedex or whatever. Uh, and that, bring, yeah, that brings me to today, talking to you guys. Uh, I did finish Scarlet. Uh, and I, it, I did I, too. I didn't like it. <laughs> Yeah, I I liked it better than Sword and Shield. Uh-huh. I don't know if you played that I one. I did, yeah. But uh, I finished them both, and I kind of like at the end of both of them, I'm just like, what's wrong with me? Like I yeah. knew early <laughs> I didn't love this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I did. I beat everything in that game and got all the legendaries and everything. So nuts. Um, but Matt, I I guess the story is kind of worth telling now that you're on the show. One of I. Me and your first conversation was about Pokemon. Sun, Is this true? When it came out, yeah, because it was like it came out around the time I started doing work study at UCB oh. Franklin, and you were the manager at the time. Uh-huh. And I remember you rolling in with your 3DS <laughs> and and had and had Sun. You were rocking Sun, and I had just picked it up from Best Buy earlier that day, and I was asking you questions about it. And wow. Uh, so we got a little shared Pokey experience. That's so funny that I would do that at a job. Yeah. Well, there's downtime yeah, I mean, the on Sunday. Was, was that on a weekend yeah. day, like on a Sunday or something? Like it wasn't like on the, it wasn't like Saturday night, like where it's like the big shows, right? Like no, I think I think it was like class shows were happening yes. on a Monday or something. And uh, but yeah, but that also unfortunately makes me feel very old because that game came out a long time ago. Yeah, and Jesus, we're old. God, people. it's like yeah, it was like <laughs> it wasn't like ten years ago, but it was like not no. not close to it. Like it was those seven. Yeah, it was about six or seven years ago. And like, there's suck, like a generation suck. of kids that started playing there that are going to be nostalgic for that, and they're going to be like, "Oh my god, this game came out ten years ago when I was eight. Yeah. I'm a, they're calling it now. retro. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. So, uh, I too <laughs> saw Matt with his 3ds playing this game. I think we had already known each other a little bit yeah. when I was with Jeremy. We must have been doing work study at a similar time, and uh, Matt, I remember that too. And I mean, heck, that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on because I know you're a big pokey head so I, I figured I, I do love them my favorite of the last few years has been i loved legends arceus i loved it yeah. yeah great i thought it was so fun and so good and i wish they would just make games like that yeah yeah i, I yeah. did too i wish i'd love a splinter off because that was way more engaging for me than mm-hmm. like a lot of that I, I i fell off for the first time in a pokemon mainline game in sword and shield i stopped playing at like badge five i just was bored out of my mind mm-hmm. uh <laughs> but uh that game i thought was very refreshing yeah at least i think i think and maybe jeremy maybe you agree if scarlet and violet had the overworld catching mechanic that um legends had I think that saves a lot of the problems. Yeah. Because if I'm also if it like looks like Arceus looked like a it was a better looking game than Scarlet and Violet too. Yes. So you know all of that helps. You know. Hate to see. Hate. I. I. I hate want to them to it. just take a little more time. 
Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we get another Pokemon Switch game in the next oh. two years, probably. Two years. Yeah. I would even take, look, because I'm, I'm playing, uh, you know, we're doing the Pokemon Games Club, and I'm playing Yellow for the first time um, for it. Uh, and uh, side by side with, I'm also playing a run through of Let's Go. Love uh, Let's Go. I was going to say, I would even take that. I would even take another, like, Let's go Pokemon Silver and Gold or whatever. Yeah, let's like, go Johto. Let's I'd love it. Yeah. I'd love I've it. been wanting yeah. that since Let's Go, the first series came out, and I, I've i lost all hope that that's ever going to happen. Yeah. It, it, it that's be, my favorite it, generation. That's like, Me too. That's, that's my favorite. You catch me on a certain day, I might say it's like my second, maybe even first favorite video game of all time. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah. Um, and that All this being said is like, I mean, I love the I love how cute they are. I love the battling. I love the worlds. I love how silly the like the the dialogue is. But the music is mm-hmm. maybe the greatest strength of this series. It's so good. Um, yeah. What I want- and it's always stayed good. Like even the yeah. music in Scarlet and Sword and Shield is still great, and they still find new and fun and funky ways to make <laughs> these tunes really like memorable and stick out in your head. They do. So what I want to do before we we're going to listen to a bunch of tracks today, at least some pieces of it, just to enjoy some Mon music. I want to talk a little bit about Masuda because he's a kind of an interesting guy. It's going to be a little bare bones, but uh, we're going to share some info about him. So he, of course, is a video game composer, but has also done producing design work. He's done directing. He's a programmer. but He's also, it says here, a singer and a trombonist. So very musically inclined wow. were you gonna say something matt sorry i just said wow but it kind of i kind of like choked on it <laughs> you did it kind of like it kind of cut yourself off yeah um he was one of the earliest employees at game freak uh, uh starting in 1989 when he founded it alongside satoshi tajiri and ken sugimori uh tajiri is the creator of the Pokemon series, and Sugimori uh, is the designer who would know a lot of the classic designs from. Um, It says here uh, on his Wikipedia page that with the development of new Pokemon games, Masuda took on new roles in future projects, and he began to produce and direct games, starting with Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, and he became responsible for approving new character models. So yeah, his reach really evolved from not just doing the music, um, but also uh, getting involved with, uh, you know, programming and all that sort of stuff. I feel like I would be so bad at, um, like, approving designs, <laughs> yes. like, for Pokemon. Because, like, I think some of the new ones are bad, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if there needs to be, like, anthropomorphic, like, items, right? Like, keys <laughs> or, like, a cupcake or something, right? Some people disagree. Some people like it. I would... All the ones that I would pick would probably just like look like ones that already exist. Like it's like yeah. this one's like yeah. gray though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would hate I would hate to be like the one approving designs and then like Jinx comes across my desk and I'm like, oh god. Yeah, yeah. I could make yeah. <laughs> what should I do? Well, that comes across my desk. I'm like, I have a very easy fix for this one, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Veto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> there's gonna be like there's gonna definitely be some because like i feel like in the new in even scarlet and violet what are like the there's some new new ones that are like they're all like you know different t- 
takes on animals or whatever. Um, mm. But then there's the one that's like a dog, but he's bred. And I'm like, oh, that's, yeah. I like Fido. that. That's good. Fido. Yeah. Fido is, is good. good. Um, yeah. But then I don't like when they look like, like sports mascots either. Like if they're sure. like, like the last two cat ones evolved to be standing on two legs. And I'm like, that sucks. Yeah. And you know, we, we live in like a post internet world now where like, it's very clear that all of these Pokemon are going to be hypersexualized right away. Corny. And then, like, so when you see, when you see the two legged ones, you're like, you know what you're doing. Yeah, you're just giving put an them on this one. ammunition to, Make the horniest thing yeah. I've ever seen. I shouldn't look at your Pokemon and think thigh gap, okay, <laughs> yeah. designers? Um, but yeah, I'm with you, Matt. I would suck at that job. Uh, yeah. The last uh, things that I want that I really want to say, I want to highlight one thing about Masuda's work before we get into listening to music. And if either of you have anything you want to add, by all means. But he actually, um, when doing the music for the original Pokemon games, uh, had to program a way for himself to be able to manipulate the music on the sound chip for the Game Boy to create the exact music that he wanted. So he basically had to write code and program that into the game to then uh, manipulate the music as opposed to however the hell you would have done it anyway. Um, That's interesting because like on... On Get Played, we'll do music episodes. Like yeah. we're doing, we're doing one tomorrow as oh, of this recording nice. about the Zelda, mu- like just Zelda music in general. And the thing that we always come back to is that, like, obviously, like the more higher, the more high powered the system is, like the fewer limitations it has, like in mm-hmm. terms of like what you could do, like with the music. Like now, it's just like, like full orchestration, yeah. right? Like they're not using <laughs> chip tunes or whatever. Um, but like we're just always so impressed specifically with what they can get out of the Game Boy and the Game Boy Advance. Yes. Um because mm-hmm. like it's just like it shouldn't work. It should it should it shouldn't happen at all. Yes. Uh, but like especially the Game Boy, I mean the Game Boy Advance obviously has a little more power, but like the things that come out of that are it's insane. It's so it- great. You're absolutely right, and that's a lot of what was – I did a little research for this, and watching him talk about it and seeing the, like, the the breakdown of the four types of sounds that the Game Boy could emit and how they manipulated those sounds for different notes or tones for this music was so amazing. It was nuts. Um, Did either of you have any Masuda-specific stuff you wanted to include before we just start laying down some tunes? I was just... I mean... Oh, you go, Jeremy. Oh, I was just going to say, like, I've been been ringing this game's bell for, like, a long time, but uh, especially if anybody here has Nintendo Switch Online and is a subscriber on the Genesis app, they just put Pulse Man on there. So Pulse Man is a 2D action platformer that was made by Game Freak. Uh, Masuda did all the composing for it, and it is one of the best games ever made. Like, it is such a fun play. And we're going to cover it on the show in a few weeks, uh, along with some other Game Freak games that aren't Pokemon. Uh, I would highly suggest people check it out. Big, colorful sprites, awesome mechanics. Like, it's for, the, for, a, for a Sega Genesis game, it's like it plays like it was made yesterday. Pulse Man. Check it out. Big colorful sprites. What is this? Sprite Remix? It is Sprite Remix. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's what I thought it was. I thought. I, I thought so. That's why I asked. It, it just, it's just what it is. <laughs> um, I was... <laughs> um, 
I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> You're that's, breaking. That's all I had. That's all I had. Um, I um. I I mean I I guess I for some reason didn't realize that he's been with Pokemon since the beginning and like is still doing it. The I do think one of the highlights of Scarlet and Violet, if I had to you know say something positive about it, like at the uh, debates uh, the 2016 election. <laughs> um, could you just say one nice thing about it? Um, <laughs> the soundtrack is phenomenal. It's really great. Yeah. Uh, I think a really good score. Um, and I have. I'm looking at his resume here on Wikipedia. Um, Learn with Pokemon typing adventure. I have messed around with a little bit because Heather has it. Um, (laughs) And I got to say, immaculate tunes on that thing. Mm. It rocks. It is so great. Hard to, I don't know how hard to come by it is now. Um, It, you know, it's a a game, a physical game that comes with a pack in keyboard. And this keyboard also, nice. Ooh. Not cheap, like not a cheap little keyboard. Like it feels like substantial, really great. Um, and I like, I guess I like typing games too. Um, but it's, I thought that was great. It's for the DS. It's for the DS. Yeah. So how does it? How does it plug into the DS? How's the? I think it's like a, it, it, not Bluetooth. That can't be right. It's wireless though. I think it's wireless, so it must be. It nice. must somehow like, however you would connect, like, uh, you know, with the when you trade or something, it probably uses that. Right. Okay. Like the, gotcha. Uh, whatever that um, technology is. That's cool. Yeah. It's 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 very cool. Um. And this. Yeah. I, the soundtrack is good on that as well. Mm. Um. But what could you, I mean? They're all bangers. Yeah. There's bangers on every Pokemon game. Yeah. Really good stuff across the board too. And like, yes, like in the early days, they, uh, you know the thing I kind of mentioned before, they recycled a lot of stuff. You hear some towns of the same music, whatever. Nowadays, you know, because again, it's just unlimited hardware space. It's just all these tunes, all this great stuff. And um, yeah, like other than the, other than the uh, GBA having kind of like a bad sound chip. So it mm-hmm. all is like, yeah. when you're like listening to it, it like all of it like comes out like clean and beautiful and like yeah I do I I love the chip tune stuff but I also do love this fully orchestrated stuff that's been coming out recently it's all it's all very good I'm with you I I gotta say in you know listening to different Pokemon OSTs this week and that we sent over to you Jeremy I'm but we're gonna about to listen to some stuff but like Ma, I was really surprised at how much I even love the middle ground of like what he was doing on the DS mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Really yeah. spectacular stuff. So anyway, yeah. what do you say we uh we jump into some tracks, huh? Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. All right. So this first one is called Pokemon Mansion from Pokemon Red and Blue. I like that we're starting with this one. It's like easily the funkiest one we'll get today, probably. It fucks. It's so good. <laughs> I think this is a bit of an obvious thing about music but what he does really well which i'm already hearing here is there's like mystery but it also feels a little sciencey to me yes because like yeah. it, this is like this is in the center bar island uh you need a key uh from this from here uh to get to the gym uh but in inside the this pokemon uh po- po- pokemansion it's um there's just like a bunch of like robbers like the team rocket and yeah. scientists and it's like it's just so funny that they're both there they're like well i'm fighting both of you yes yeah this is a uh, this is quite a banger too to kind of open up with it's also like one of the 
think it's like more of a uh, like I I feel like all of the uh, other a lot of the other songs on this particular game sound so pastoral and yes. and stuff. It's kind of rare when you get the like staccato like yes. Whoa. I, Would we call will... this a dungeon theme, right? Like because yeah, like, yeah, if, of, if yeah. Pokemon has dungeons, it's stuff like this where there's like. You know the little things on the floor that send you spinning or whatever. Like you got to figure out how yes. to navigate through yeah. what seems to be a normal building. Otherwise, yeah. Uh, this next track is called "Champion," also from Red and Blue. First See, this is like one of the ones where you would say yeah. you hear this a lot, right? But this is like the ultimate version of it. This is like, yeah, you haven't heard like this yet. Now did now did Masuda make this one or was it Coheed and Cambria? Oh shit! Oh. You could have been all I wanted. <laughs> it does feel like it is like the stripped down version of like an Under Oath song or something, yeah. like something from that era. Yes. Of, like, when people will like demake stuff, like and, yeah, yeah, totally, because yeah. it has a big sound for it being like th- four notes. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you do like an attack, like part of it has to cut out because, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I noticed that honestly, going around even just using the menus in Pokemon know, Blue yeah. right now, yeah, um, yeah, it's taking up one of those four like. Uh, soundtracks that they that they're able to use here. This, I mean, I've always loved this one. It feels really epic. You're fighting your rival for the final time. It's all on the line. And yeah, if you're, it's you all know, on the line. Would you? What, I think Connor, did you name your rival recently? But is that what you did? Oh, I named in our current games club series because I'm such an ally. I named my uh, rival fascism. And seeing that's huge. Not a lot of people are gonna have the stones to do something like that. Yeah, I'm really yeah. just like I put my neck out there, you know. And uh, what about what your back? July? July named his rival. What did he name his rival? Cancel culture. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but Bud is like the classic, uh, yeah, for sure. So yeah. when I okay, replay them, is- I've I've been naming them um, after my cats. I've been naming the rival <laughs> like Sawyer because he's mean to me. <laughs> Uh, this is a uh, this is sort of a I feel like this is a hit. This is one of the this is not a, a deep cut. It's more of like a, a wild. A lot of people love this song. This is Lavender Town from Pokemon Blue and Red. This might be like the sort of like favorite of the bunch from this. Yeah. Yeah. And can I say the scariest song of all time? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. The most creepy pasta score I've ever yeah. heard. I remember playing this and being like. You know, because when these games were new, I was still, like, pretty young, right? So playing this, I was like, okay, well, like, I'm actually scared. Yes. Yeah. Especially yeah. having been to a bunch of towns already at this point, and they're all jolly. All the routes yeah. you go on are jolly, and then this is, like, something's wrong. I didn't know they yeah. could be scary. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely ghosts about when this song hits And the then you get into player. the fucking cemetery, right, that you have to go through. And all the Pokemon are ghosts until you get the, what is it, the Silp 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 Scope. And it's like, it's scary. It's like, like they're just not even Pokemon ghosts. They're straight up ghosts. Yes. It's kind of funny to me that you get the Silp Scope to reveal what the ghost is, and the ghost is a ghost. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, yeah. (laughs) You've unmasked one ghost 
with just a ghost underneath. Yes. Yeah. Ah. Super weird. Ah. <laughs> um, yeah. Lavender Town is. Yeah. This is a. This is good. Oh, I can't wait to get to the, this episode. In our, oh, in our soon. Club. Yeah, it'll be fun because uh, I'm on my way there again. in Fire Red. <gasps> oh yeah. yeah. And and uh, also Fire Red, like in Leaf Green, they have like the great like. Like arrangements of yeah. these songs, yeah. expanded too. versions, yeah. yeah. Just more, um, more we sound. got uh, we got Vermilion City. Oh yeah, this for is those a me who, pick. Uh, for those who, uh... yeah. I, Jeremy, we're about to talk about this when we record our episode on this uh, in when we're recording tomorrow. But right. I was really taken aback by two tracks in this episode. Like, this one, I couldn't remember how seafaring it felt and how yeah. majestic it felt to me. This is definitely, like, up until this point, the most exciting song, I think, that you're introduced to. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this song is all of a sudden, like, whoa, we're almost playing a different game. Yeah. It's just, like, it's so, it's it's very, um, like, Matt, you kind of said earlier, like, it feels bigger than Four Notes. Yes. Right? It feels so, like such a big song. I'm just thinking about this right now. Could you imagine if you went somewhere and it just like sounded different, like in real life? <laughs> like you go to like Palm Springs. I guess it kind of does, right? Like every sort of place has its like own vibe. Like you go to New York, you're gonna hear things that are a little different. But I would like a yeah. music track like laid the under F that. Word yeah. Yelled at me on the subway. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's um, they're they're helping you. Yeah, they're actually yeah. helping. Yeah. Um, okay, we have Route 2425. I will say, not the best name for a song. In fact, Route 24 can I say something about that. this? This track I, I've used for our Games Club ad. It's underneath uh, you know, me doing a voice impression of Professor Oak. Oh, nice. Um, a great voice impression, by the way. I heard it. Thank you very much. Um, I like was tricked for a second. Like I'm not joking. I was like, oh, it was pretty good. Oh, it's Connor. It's pretty good. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but this track was really hard to find because it's the opening track of when Oak is talking to you. But it's also oh. used in Route 24 and 25. But right. I almost yeah. didn't find it until I realized it was somewhere else. Ah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, and I did. I used this track in uh, one of the episodes coming up. Very nice. You'll get to hear it there. Yeah, this is this is a very like good nice little march. Yes. It has a little. Sna- I don't know how they're doing the snares on the sound chip. It's like. I, I love a documentary about it. Like I, I I'm truly very interested in what he was, how he was cooking up in the lab back there doing yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, definitely. Yeah. Some some epic shit for sure. Um. Because there's there's a few types of tracks in this game. Like there's the battles, there's like the dungeons, there's uh it being in a in a place like a Pokemon Center or whatever. And then there's these like the root themes you're gonna hear over and over. Yeah. So I wanted to highlight one of those. Uh, so now we're kind of moving off of red and blue. We got our first gold and silver track here. This is the trainer battle theme. This is a, another Connor choice uh, yeah. for my favorite gen. Um, I love battle themes in general, but this one, I remember like the f- playing silver for the first time, having played red and yellow over and over. I was like, oh my gosh, they stepped the music game up on this somehow. Um, and I feel like you can start to hear the 
kind of how like the arrangements in Fire Red and Leaf Green are really deep and there's a lot going on. This starts to do that and I think it's effective. Super effective, in fact. Super you dog. effective. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a, yeah, definitely like I love that they do, you know, like slightly different battle variations game to game. Um, those are the tracks you'll be hearing the, the most. Uh, we have uh, Dark Cave, Slow Poke Well, Ice Path. Also, doesn't quite roll off the tongue like Stairway to Heaven, <laughs> perhaps, but... Uh, well, it takes yeah. some notes. This doesn't really yeah. sound, you know, it's not like... It, cause some songs can be like a mouthful, right? Like Alive with the Glory of Love. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is nice. This when switch I die, keeps layering on elements. Go ahead. Sorry. Play this at my funeral. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. He, he is taking a walk on that piano. Yes. Really is having a blast with it right now. He's he's like, I'm in my Elton John bag right now. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love this one. This is good. Yeah. Most of me on this episode is going to be like, this one's great. Ooh. <laughs> That's the thing. I, we, do this a lot, we, we do this a lot on the show, too. And I'm like... I'm just like I don't feel like I'm smart enough to really talk about. Oh, like, I never feel like I'm like, smart enough. Just anything really. So I'll just be like, oh, this was good. Yeah, I like this, this part. Good, that yeah. was cool. What you like yeah. about the movie? I, it's it's awesome. Oh, I love the way it was. Just <laughs> it was the way it was. So yeah, funny. my favorite parts were like when all the guys were like doing their thing. It was great. <laughs> uh, this track's called Goldenrod City. Come on. Feels like the this feels like the end of a Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. It has yeah. like they're doing that like Animal House thing though. Yeah. Where it's like it's saying what the characters got up to after right. the movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's so shaving, good. You know, it's yeah. Like little, yeah. Nice little town theme here. Really great town theme. And still, he's like going nuts. Yeah. Very fun. Goldenrod yeah. City, man. I'd like to go check out that Goldenrod Brewery, if you know what I'm talking about. It's called Golden Road, idiot. Oh, that's so that's close. right. That's right. It's called Golden Road. Yeah, you're right. You're right about. It. I was, uh, yeah, Jeremy. I got so mad, and I just want to say I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate okay, when people go. mispronounce stuff. <laughs> okay, this this song is called Lake from Diamond and Pearl. Now, this is a game that I don't have a ton Ooh. of experience with. Uh, tried to play some of that Shining Pearl brilliant diamond or whatever um but uh this is like mm. mm-hmm. now finally we're getting a ds track to pop off yeah this so is a ds track water has a sound right yeah it does <laughs> like this is you could draw a straight line from the uh, aquatic ambience track from donkey kong country to this right, right. yeah like, right oh yeah it has a water sound it's gotta be chill yeah. Sort of floaty. This part right here, the that's bubbles in the water. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Trickling. I, you know, I think composers probably have these kinds of conversations as well, but on a highly technical level where they're like, oh, bring in the blah, blah, blah for that little trickle. We want it to sound like water. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't mm. sound like bubbles enough, boss. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah. What 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 instrument sounds the most like bubbles? Stand up bass? No. 
<laughs> the oboe? <laughs> yeah. This is cool. I definitely like this. The DS is really capable of some like really great, great tunes. Yeah. I was thinking about it because I, you know, at the swap meet, I got Pokemon Black and I got Sun and Moon and I was just like, or I got Sun. And it's yeah. just like, dang, the DS and the 3DS were Pokemon machines. Yeah. Yeah. So much yeah. on there. Uh, speaking of 3DS, we got a, a, a Kalos region theme from X and Y. This is my second favorite gen, other than the wow. gen one, is X and Y. I, I really like these games. It was my return to Pokemon. Okay, yeah. To, to be fair. So I actually missed all the other ones. <laughs> uh, so this one I liked a lot. And. Well, come on. Yeah, we definitely upgraded from DS oh, to 3DS yeah. here. Yeah. Very nostalgic for for me. It feels like like even the DS was still chip tuning and this feels like orchestration. This is definitely yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's kind of the fun of these tracks is to like go through the gens, hear how the music is still so brilliant through them all, but how it evolves with like what they're working with. I must say though, I would like to hear D makes of all of them. Like if they were all in gen, oh, yeah. how they would sound, you know? Oh yeah. fun it's mm-hmm. like hearing these tunes i'm like i got it i want to be playing pokemon like yes. I, I, know. I, w- I would love yeah. i don't know what they're gonna do with like the 3ds ones like i know they really remade pearl right pearl and diamond right are they gonna keep doing this are we gonna get like a um, i hope so we got black and white next right yeah like do it that would be sick yeah yeah i, I, I ways like to go before they too. remake i, I like that in the Shining Pearl. I, I liked the way it looked. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. At least it's something. Yes, totally. Yeah. <laughs> it's a game. <laughs> and it's like, I don't mind doing the same old thing for like a remake of a game because it feels like... Yes. That's kind of how it was. Yeah. Know? It's not Whatever, like it's like... But... Yeah, I don't need them to like do too much. I, I, I'm, I'm fine with the top down. It's, it's, yeah. it's totally oh, yeah. fine. Or even like if they did like a... Like this is like a dream of all dreams... If they did like a gold and silver remake for the Switch, but it was in that 2D HD style, like Octopath oh, Traveler. Doggy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, baby. That'd be so nice. I'd really oh. like that. Yeah. Uh, this track's called Lumios City from X and Y. Now, Connor, you chose the last two, uh, the last few. Is this a. Uh, this you, is, you're you were a fan of X and Y. Though. I also liked X and Y. I, I had been gone for a couple of gens, and I came back, and uh, I like this game a lot. And this is, I believe, the like Paris sort of town. Yeah, right. Uh, with, yeah, yeah. They're like Eiffel Tower or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, just fun to see how the like town themes can evolve, and depending on if they're a small town or a big city, you feel the difference. So. Yeah. I forgot that Froki was the starter that I picked. Oh here. yeah. And you know what? A little too close to Sabo in design. Yeah, for sure. They're getting a little he was, I feel like he was the canonized like best starter, though, because I always assumed that whoever they put in Smash was like the one they liked the best. Yeah. Yeah. I so, just like, thought Greninja uh, was yeah. sick. Greninja, Greninja is was in Smash. And then, like, uh, what's, what's the next one? Was the wrestler? Infernape? Yeah. Or... Yeah, is that who it is? He's an ape? Oh, wait. He's a cat? Oh, the cat. Um, oh, Incineroar, sorry. In- Incineroar, yeah, yeah. Who's Infernape? 
That's the monkey one. Um, oh. Monkey from Diamond and Oh, Blue. yeah. Or black and white. Yeah, anyway. Uh, this is Lumio City. And then, folks, we got just one more track for you, and this is maybe save one of the best ones for last. We'll find out. But this is from Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver. Oh, yeah, baby. The, uh, and how do you say this legendary, Connor? Suicune? Suicune? Oh, Suicune. Or, I think Suicune. it's Suicune. Suicune, I think, is whatever. Suicune. Well. Okay, here we go. Suicune Battle Music. Oh, boy. Wait. I love that synth. I bass, think you played man. the wrong thing. I think this is from the Tron Legacy soundtrack by Daft Punk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Definitely some Tron Legacy stuff here. I think this is from Kingdom Hearts, my dear. Yeah. <laughs> it's the opening credits of Kingdom Hearts. Now, this, I genuinely don't know if they did a sweet. They added some tracks to Heart Gold and Soul Silver, some originals, and this might be one of them because I don't know if there was a Suicune specific yeah. track in the originals on Game Boy Color. Um, in a crystal or whatever? Yeah, uh, but yeah. this, man, I just thought was impressive, and it's just like such a such a it great... Shreds. Yeah. It's really great. That's a home run. Yeah. Oof. It's, not a, it, uh, it's, it's really, super weird, too. I love how weird it is. It's strange. I'm feeling on yeah, edge now. Because... <laughs> When you're catching the legendary dogs in that game, they can just flee, and then you have to chase them around. So when you find it, it's a tense moment. Yeah, yeah. And with that, mm. we fade out on Mr. Masuda. Man, that's good shit. All around good stuff. I mean... Iconic too, like and and I, what I love so much about it too is like so much different from like the other like Nintendo IPs. So like, doesn't sound like a Mario track, doesn't sound like a Zelda track. Like it's got its own identity, right. which is so cool and fun. And um, yeah, just uh, you know, Nintendo firing on all cylinders is them in their bag with their Pokemon, Mario, and Zelda shit, all with unique identities, all unique experiences. It's really fun stuff. Really great. Yeah, it's uh, it's fantastic. Uh, thanks for listening to these uh, tracks today, boys. This was a uh, this what was an joy. absolute blast. Make, and yeah. like Matt said, makes me just want to play some pokey. I'm gonna do that after we we're done. Yeah. I think I got the rest of the night off. I'm gonna catch up, do a little homework for our recording on uh, on Friday. I love it. Um, yeah. Well, folks, to close out today, uh, uh, Matt, thank you for joining us, dude. Thanks I think for this having is me, your boy. first Super NPCs you've ever been on. That's right. And I, I'll look. I said it earlier. I'd do it again. <gasps> I'll do oh, it as many baby. times you ask. That's right. Well, I'm so glad you could be here today. This was a blast, Matt. Um, what do you want to plug today? Where can people find you? Um, what's on the internet out there? Uh, you can find me on. On Instagram at Matt Apodaca. That's where I'm posting the most uh, these days. Uh, and then otherwise, check out Get Played. You know, it's our our video game show with Nick Weiger and Heather Ann Campbell, um, where we have a we, we have a spinoff show on Patreon called Get Animated, where we talk about anime. It's a lot of fun. Oh, uh, cool. Finishing up this great show called Blue Lock, um, mm-hmm. it's a soccer anime, soccer battle royale anime. Um, oh, great. And other than that, I guess, you know, uh, let's hope this writer strike uh, 
you know, goes the way the writers want it to go uh, and, and support them however we can as well. And, uh, you know, uh, come on, fucking corporations, pay up. Yeah, pay pay us money. We yeah, know you're right? listening. Yeah. Well, that's, they're trying to hear what they're supposed to do, and I think I'm supposed to tell them. I think, do Matt, it. you just saved everybody. And, you know, zero's a strong word, but I'll take it. Thanks, Connor. Um, well, uh, I, I guess I could say it after, but uh, Matt, so glad you were here. Yeah, the podcast Get Played is so great. I've told you before. I listened to episodes about games that I didn't even play. Like I listened to the RE4, uh, We Play, oh, You Play yeah. with Zig. And dude, it was just like, it's just such a great pod. So good good job over there. I'm Thank sure you. they were Thank waiting you. for my approval. It's it's nice to hear when people say they like it, I'll say. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it. Uh, well, buddy, thanks for being here. Uh, Jeremy Schmidt, pal, what do you want to plug on your way out? Oh, uh, you know, nothing. Just thank you so much for listening to the uh, to the show, and thank you so much for subscribing to the Patreon if you're a patron. Uh, and if you're not, you know, you can always head over to patreon.com slash radio. We got some good stuff going on over there. But, uh, yeah, folks, we love you. Uh, thanks for all the support. Yes. Uh, yeah, truly. Thank you to all of our patrons who make this possible. Uh, again, if you're hearing this on a free feed somewhere, which you may be, yeah, check out what we've got going on. If you're a Pokemon fan, especially of the original generation, we are doing a games club. We're going through these games chapter by chapter for 14 weeks. Uh, uh, and it's hap- we're at the early stages now, so you can still catch up. But ch- you can check us out at patreon.com slash supernpcradio. That's a part of the $10 DJ Toad tier where you get three bonus podcasts a week. Um, enough said about that. I'm Connor McCabe. You can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Connor underscore McCabe. I have a podcast, Call Me By Your Game, uh, where I sit down with someone and talk to them about a meaningful video game from a moment in their life. You can listen to that wherever you get your shows. I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69. Uh, 69. Uh, and then uh, I th- kind of said 60 night there, didn't I? 60 night 60 night uh and then uh, you All can night, find 69. me uh, <laughs> dude of course you can come watch me uh perform improv comedy at the ucb theater a couple times a month with the herald team xo xo um but that'll do it for this episode of super npcs we'll see you on the next one